You're tuning in to Pastar Prime, a show powered by Squad Locker. Here are your hosts, retired Astros minor league star Tip Fairchild and former Patriots All-Pro Center, Dan Copen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the program. Pastar Prime coming at you. He's Tip. Hi, Tip. Hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm Dan. We got uh, we got some things to get to uh, before we get to our guest uh, this week, and it's a good guest. We got a great one. It's a a good really guest. current big event in the country. You know the the junior hockey national championship gold medal. We yep. got the head coach. I, I, I mean, why not? <laughs> we got him on. Seems like the right time with what's going on. Yeah. You know, I don't really care what you believe in, what you don't believe in, but uh, the national pride uh, that you could you could have watched. During the holidays, New Year's, a little bit after yep. New Year's when they won the gold versus Canada, two to nothing, to take you away from that and make you say, start chanting USA. 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 I was rooting. It was it. I was fun. in my living room screaming. And it was fun. So the only problem Nate is Nate Lehman's on. He's the Nate, head coach. Nate, Nate, so he's no, a, I didn't say his name. We didn't say his name yet. So Nate Lehman, the head coach, is on for our interview. And and it's good. And, boy, he has some awesome quotes in it's this It's a good one. coach. Yeah. He's a coach. He's the current yeah. coach at uh, Providence College. Won a national championship there. We'll get mm-hmm. into his uh, his uh, what's the word stats or yeah. his resume. His resume. His yeah. resume. We'll get it's, into his resume strong. a little, but it is strong. He's a great coach. He's a great guy. Uh, he's a local guy. So um, yep. that is a fun in- interview. So stay stay tuned for that. Um, quick football thing. NFL. Brady's still in the playoffs. Are you shocked by this? You're asking me if I'm shocked. If yeah, Brady's I just want to. I just, I just, I, I know you want. I know you want him to touch you, yeah. but I just want to hear. I, I'm not at all. I mean, I saw a picture of Brady and somebody else at 43. Who's no the quarterback? Breeze. No, it was Breeze. Oh, the old picture. No, I was no, thinking no. of one of of one of the players. Uh, who was it? I can't remember. We'll think of the name. Max will plug it in. But there was a, there was Rippers? two pictures side by side of two quarterbacks when they were 43. Oh no years no old. no 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 yeah yeah I know no I know what and you it mean. Was, yeah, yeah. Brady looks like he's 15. Compared George to, Blanda. Yes, thank you, George Blanda. Yes. And it's so funny. I'm like, he can play for 20 more years. I, yeah, I saw, I saw the same <laughs> saw the picture. I, yeah. You know, we got a derby group that we go to the Kentucky Derby with. Um, we're all plus ones. Tommy's sort of the ringleader. So we got a dirty der, derby group. I texted that mm-hmm. picture to everybody on the group, Ooh. and all it was is, Lighting and Botox underneath it. <laughs> oh, is is TB12 in that group text? I don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. So, well, he, he deletes that, though. That's a delete for him. He doesn't oh, no, he text. responded. Oh, okay. All right, good. Well, he that, just said you're all jealous. I, I absolutely. But the, the, yeah. the, the lighting, mean, he, looks, the compare, he looks 20 years oh, no, old. He, no joke. He was ripping butts at halftime, no doubt. Oh, Blanda was. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that, was, a, the, that was a completely you different You got to find that picture, Max, and plug okay. that in. All right, so Max will find that picture and plug it in. Um He's in the playoffs. I, I think they might win it. Really? <laughs> I, yeah, I do. They're zero two. It, they're zero two against the Saints. They go against the Saints this weekend. It's hard to beat a team three times. I am then, not not kidding about that. It's hard to, hard to beat them. But the Saints are good. We're talking about the guy in the playoffs, though. <laughs> I'm not down in either. Yeah, You're right. So I think it could happen. Um, Who do you think is going to win it? Four, I think, right, I with, the, with the eight think, teams that are left, you yeah. think it's Tampa? Uh, boy. It, if it's not Tampa, I actually want to see Cleveland win it. Cleveland wouldn't be bad. I, you yeah. know what? And this pains me to say, I actually want Buffalo to win. 
Oh, I, I already called that Buffalo is my team, but I just, after watching the Sunday games and everything, and then obviously seeing How Tampa, bad was Pittsburgh? Really bad. Really that bad. Was, that was actually shocking. I actually for a team thought that they didn't might come practice, back for a minute. Didn't practice for two Didn't have weeks. a coach. Didn't, didn't have, have players. They had a left just guard went that out. literally drove there the day before. <laughs> the, all the coaches drove <laughs> separately by themselves to Pittsburgh to yeah. coach. Uh, and Baker just, Mayfield they met, go in their home the left, and I, got smacked. It was either left guard or left tackle that Baker Mayfield met before the game. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Like yep. he said, like, hi. <laughs> like, nice to meet I'm you. I'm Baker. <laughs> yeah. So... We got. I mean, I can't wait for for games this weekend. It's going to be awesome. I mean, we're not even talking about Kansas City, by the way. He's probably going to win it, but I, it's just these other teams. Just it was fun to watch this weekend. Yeah. It was a lot, a lot of fun to watch. So, uh, how do you like the three games? I loved it. Love all the. It's like I, it's like I another had Thanksgiving a busy, day. I was out doing my uh, local business thing. I'm wearing I'm wearing actually a proclamation shirt underneath here today. Like another a great local beer. I went to another new brewery. Uh, that was down in Middletown. That was great. Uh, I went to a couple places like out to eat. Did the did the takeout thing. So we're doing our part, yeah. Dan. You know, yeah, trying to we, trying to help we out. Take stuff, out so. a few places, and you know, you might just you might want some home cooking too, a little bit salad. Mi- mix that in there a little mix bit. It salad. <laughs> yeah, mix in a salad. Just, just a little. Uh, bit. The, uh, update: The Peloton does arrive on on uh, one twenty two. Between eight it. and ten, gonna, well, eight and ten use, in the morning. You, you so we're suspend, we're so gonna get gonna we're gonna it. get ready to go with that. We'll have a we'll actually create maybe a group, uh, the past our prime group, so people can see. The what stats. do you want to call them? The primers. <laughs> our listeners, we're gonna give you guys a name. It's the primers. All two hundred of you. Oh well, let's hope it's thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say all, I, all dozen. You know, of you. you know what? When when the numbers go up, we should take a poll. Would you want to be called a primer? Yeah, absolutely. We got to get the numbers a little higher first, and then we'll go. So, by the way, uh, subscribe, yep. um, rate. rate, review. Is it too much to ask? We said share. share. Yeah, you know, share a little bit. That would be awesome. Uh, also at Past Our Prime Show on Instagram. Some fun giveaways coming up. Um, other than the football, the NFL football, we had the College National Championship last night, yep. which was, I mean. Dan and I, as we've talked about, we like to do a little a little gambling on the on the show in person, like by ourselves. We bet on things. You took me down two to one on the football games on, on Sunday. Sunday. Yep. Uh, we didn't we didn't have a difference in what, opinion no. on the college game because I think Alabama's a wagon and that was going to be a blowout. And I fell in love with Mac Jones. I think oh. I would draft him in a heartbeat for <laughs> for the Patriots. I <laughs> but. Mean, I'm not. You're di- saying I'm, no because he's not I, mobile. You know, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think he he can throw the ball, and yep. he is accurate, and he's great on his deep balls. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that bothers me is he's just not as mobile. And yeah. you can see that trend to NFL quarterbacks having those legs. You know, and, yeah. You know, like Allen. I get it. I get it. I, it is fun watching Josh Allen play. But so national championship. You know, I mean, there are some at one point. I saw a stat or heard a, a com, you know some of the commentary or something that said, right now, this is when Alabama's defense was on the field and Ohio State's offense was on the field. It said 18 of these people are probably going to be in the NFL. No, it's insane. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just like almost everybody on the field that you're going to watch in the NFL. They're so They're so good. They're such good athletes. These schools are building factories. It's Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. And then LSU, you know, LSU, there's, there's six teams really that just are building. Oklahoma. Like, they're building factories of, of football players, and it's like they're going to leave everybody else in the dust, right? 
I mean, is there going to yeah. be anybody else that wins a national championship? I don't here? know. It's it's, it's kind of hard to believe with the way they recruit uh, the talent that they have that it, it's going to be hard for someone mm-hmm. to compete with one of those schools. I mean, you may get one year that they're lucky, but, yep. you know, routinely or regularly, you know, those teams are going to be at the, the LSU had a bunch of opt-outs this year. Ohio State yep. had some opt-outs this year. Yep. The one thing about Alabama, and, you know, we talked to Nate um, about this, you know, players coach versus one of those coaches like a Bel- Bill Belichick, you know, hard-nosed. Saban is that hard-nosed guy still. Football still seems to be that way in general. No, I don't. Is it, no, is it going away? No, I think you it's still going see away. College coaches on. Oh, you know no, what? They might I be on the refs more too. I think too, it's going away. I think Saban is still is. Yeah. I think I think they mellow with age, and I think mm-hmm. they do adjust their coaching style to generations, whatever players they have. That's what the mm-hmm. good ones do or should do. But Alabama, he has a way of just bringing in these top recruiting classes year mm-hmm. in and year and out, year in year out. He had no guys opt out this year. Mm-hmm. None. Every one of those kids bought in to that team, bought into the goal of winning a national championship. Yep. Yep. I don't think anybody else across the country in the football program had that. Full buy in. Full right. buy in. Like, hey, and it wasn't here, even probably going. in doubt. Right. Right. And so, well, it, it brings up, you know, we were talking, one of the things we wanted to touch on in this episode is likeness, is like the likeness, is what they call it, right? Is should these guys be getting paid? Um, you know, guys or girls, NCAA sports, right, to be on these teams on campus where, like, these programs are making buco power, for po- the, power, for five, power five, $4 yeah. billion dollars right. revenue. So, you know, could a quarterback for, let's say, LSU, go down to local car dealership and do a commercial and get paid for it? Right now, absolutely not. No. <laughs> like, no shot. Should that stuff be able to happen? And is that something, or could they – do they get paid by the school? Like, how does it work here? Because there's so much of this going on. I'm just waiting for a conference to do it in general, to say, hey, we're doing it. NCAA, like, really has a stranglehold on this thing. But what do you think? Should you be allowed seems, to do that? I think you have to do it for the amount of money that's coming See, in. See, I'm going to say no. I'd I like to say no, but I think that eventually they have to because you know what's happening anyway. And I'm wondering, it's really college When's football, college When's the last time you basketball. saw the LSU quarterback on a commercial for a car? I don't think he's on a commercial <laughs> for a car. I think he might just be getting a oh, car. It's, it's possible. <laughs> you know, so that's what I mean. I think it's happening that it's not a legal action. But it's like, hey, also, if you've seen the facilities, it's an arms race. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I want to live there. I know inside of these locker rooms, inside of these things, like this is where the money's going. It's like, how nice can TVs, you make it for ping people pong, to be there? I'll kick your ass oh, on ping uh, pong, by the way. in their own lockers, everything. No, you won't. I'm the, maybe one of the better ping pong players in this side of the Mason Dixon. <laughs> you you, you're retired. You haven't played in a while. I, well, I told Dan, I said, there's a, there was a five-year run of where, you know, uh, when I was in the minor leagues where we pretty much only played ping pong. <laughs> so I'd like to – Max just talked about bringing a foosball table, and there will be a foosball, shuffleboard, and ping pong table in this office, I'm going to say within the next 30 days. Pro- productivity may go down. Well, it's only us in here right now anyway because everybody's working from home. But, but it could. It could. You're right. Right. Back to college. Okay. Do you think they should get paid? Like an actual, um, hey, if you come here – it's uniform across. Let's say we're going to make it uniform across the college level, right? Here's here's a way I'll you say can it. only earn this much. You have yep. like layers or it's base yes salaries. if it can be equal across the board. 
that's the way I'm going to go with it. It's yes if it's equal across the board, which means, you know, somebody can't make a million dollars to go be the quarterback, you know, at a school. They can make up to a top number, but also so does the kicker. So does the punter. So does the – sorry, sorry, kickers and punters. So does the no, wide you're, receiver. You're, you're players too. Right, yeah, you're players too. So those players make the same amount is the way that I'm looking at it. But do I agree that they should get something in some of these big – Big conferences where there's a lot of money coming in. I think so. I don't think so. Okay, I really well, don't. Well, we here's differ. here. We're different. We're well, different on this. This is you, good. Would you like us to agree with everything? No, just, I'd like for us. Let's I actually get think that argument. would be the most boring show <laughs> on the planet. We're waiting for an argument, Max, and here it is. Here we go. <laughs> it's about NCAA likeness, and it's probably not going to be that big of a one. <laughs> you might have a bigger one tonight with your wife. <laughs> um, I don't think they should get paid. Uh huh. I think, I think the college education that they get, yep, is payment enough, right? I think it's great. That payment. is a tremendous relief for not just like low income, or it's a tremendous no, for, relief for, for everybody. Well, if you don't That's have one, student loans, it's tremendous for, for you coming out of college. You yeah. don't have to worry about yeah. that. It's a tremendous honor to receive a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's something that kids work to to get, and then they get that, and they should feel an accomplishment over that. Mm-hmm. What I would like them to see is maybe some hardship relief. Because I found this when I went to college. I, I, you, you go to class, like we talked to Nate, mm-hmm. the headaches of class and, you know, yeah. meetings and then practice, workouts, running workouts in right. the offseason. There's a lot of commitment, a lot of time commitment. The only time you have off is like a short stretch in the summer. I go to my parents, maybe my sophomore year. Hey, I want to get a job. Yeah. You know, I don't have any money. I'm getting like yeah, need, $200 a month from you. I need to stretch $20 yeah, I, for a week. I don't have any money. I don't have any income coming in. Mm-hmm. Yes, you redo my debit card every month mm-hmm. for 200 bucks, but quite honestly, when I'm buying beer, it doesn't last that long. <laughs> you can only get so many bush lights. <laughs> <laughs> it was bush light at Boston College, no doubt about it. Yeah. So I would like to see some, like, like, especially those people that are coming from hardships. Mm-hmm. Hey, you don't have to take money from the outside. You don't have to take it from right. the boosters. We have something built in if you qualify. So it's like a stipend. That, then a stipend. Almost. There you go. Okay. I would like to see a stipend, not a salary, nothing across the board. If you don't qualify, you don't need it. I just think the stipend might be $60,000. I don't care what the stipend is. Okay. Whatever. Right. So we actually I, agree that. Actually, I, I do care. <laughs> <laughs> the stipend can't be $60,000 because that's, that's more than I make. Well, okay. Well, it's it could be... Uh, it could be it's it's uh, I don't know what the number is. It's like a livable wage or something. Livable maybe, wage, to, something like that. Right. So so for the time that you're so this is by the way this could we're be way, minor league pro- baseball. It's, pro- it's probably going to be way less than a car commercial. There's a pay. class action massive lawsuit minor league minor league baseball for pay, right? Because guys, the amount of hours, amount of pay, like it's super low, with, you know, at certain levels and everything, and and this is a problem. I wonder if it's kind of like this for college where. While they're in class, they're not compensated, right? But when they're in the weight room, when they're in, when they're in film, when they're in on practice, like maybe those hours add up to be like, hey, it's minimum wage for these hours. Like here it is, right? No, Some type of stipend, we'll call it. All right. So you agree with me? We'll we'll, we'll split the difference. We'll call it a stipend. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. We just made up already. See that, Max? We went off for two There you minutes. go. We just sol- yeah. solved the uh, college problem. <laughs> Send that to the NCAA. <laughs> problem, right? Send this to the NCAA, Max. We solved it. All right. We got Nate Lehman coming up. Let's uh, let's sit down and talk with him. It's it's awesome. The U.S. national team was, I mean, what an experience to watch. 
the games were incredible. We're going to talk about it in the interview, and we got a team of the week coming up after the interview. So listen up. All right, we're lucky enough to have Nate Lehman, who most recently, and thanks to him, we have some national pride uh, going on in this country with whatever, whatever political party you're uh, associated with. It doesn't really matter, but this was all about Team USA 2021 head coach of the U.S. national team that just took a 2 nothing win over Canada to bring home the gold for the U.S. Currently, he's the Providence Friars head coach. Also has a uh, national championship at the college ranks with the Friars in 2015. But more importantly, Nate, in your first year of fantasy football, you are an eighth-place finisher. So before we get to the good stuff, how was, how was fantasy for a hockey guy, football-wise? It was it was awesome. I, I you know, it, it makes you look at the game a different way. And the the biggest thing I found from the fantasy is that there were a lot of players that I'd never heard of in the NFL that are really good players. Like, right. I mean, one of the guys I had was for Seattle, Tyler Lockett, and I'm going like, holy cow, this guy's a good player, you know. And and I would have never known about some of the great players in the NFL if it weren't for fantasy. Um, my team was rolling. Um, and then I uh, had yeah, two what big happened? injuries. What happened? Had, Who I went had down? Two big injuries with Dak Prescott and George Kittle. So, um, yeah, my team kind of fell apart. But then that's when the fun part of it, I thought, really began because you see the depth of the NFL. It took me like three weeks to figure out I got to <laughs> move all these guys around and switch you got to make guys. things happen. Then, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're you're up to getting a lot of points again. Um, you know, so it'll be something I do again next year. I'll make my $300 donation. Uh, it's probably illegal by the NCAA for me to be wagering whatsoever. But Expensive uh, league. I mean, Expensive league. Technically, it's not really a don't. I mean, it's not really wagering. Uh, 300 units. Could 300 be, units. Could be Cheerios. 300 units. Yeah, there you go. Units. Yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't play for dollars. That's right. No, no. Yeah. never Hand did. Three, 300 Cheez-Its. So you, you know? enjoyed it, though. You're going to come back. You, 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 you're watching football in a different way. Is it is it more enjoyable to watch a game? Because I find it very frustrating to watch a game. It's hard to root for a team that I want to win, but I don't want the players to do well. Most uh, most Sundays, I was with the boys in youth hockey, so I was most of the time I was just following my scores on the app all the time. Um, <laughs> where it gets really frustrating is Monday night football, and you're competing against someone, and you're like ten points down, yeah. and then like I'm throwing stuff at the TV, you know, and that that's that's mm-hmm. not healthy for anyone. No, you know? especially not the boys around or the wife. <laughs> yeah. Not a good thing. One interesting thing that people will. You know, if they don't know, you didn't start playing hockey until you were a teenager. And when we think of hockey, I mean, we just think it's a really specialized sport that you have to play since you're five years old, six years old to be good or get anywhere. How did you do that? I mean, obviously you played at SUNY Cortland, so you did play collegiate uh, hockey. How'd you do that? Do you think you need to start that young? And what about this generation for this group of players up coming up now? Do they need to start that young? Um, I don't think so. Like, I, I still think like, um, you know, uh, I, I did a lot of sports when I was young. Baseball, soccer was my big sport. Um, I never played football. My, my, I was raised by a single mother. She was like, there's no way you're playing football. So that's, that's, uh, that was out for me, but I was mostly soccer. I did, I did basketball, um, you know, I, it's it's funny. Like we're all different. I I just 
I was burnt out of soccer. I was I was one. I was on a traveling team. We were really really good. We would win almost any tournament we went to. And I, it just got to a point where I was just, I, I guess I just was burnt out on it. And mm. then hockey came up when I was 13. Uh, one of my teammates from the soccer team, he had always played hockey. He they kept asking me to get into it, and I got into it, and I had such a high passion for it that I, I think it's more about your passion for something. Like you, you guys both know, like we could both pick up something – tomorrow and if you have the right passion for it you can be you can find a way to get good at it right. you know mm-hmm. whether it's fishing whether it's you know like whether it's anything like but i just I, you know for me i had the outlet you know i had a little athleticism i had the outlet uh for the passion for something and then um you know i just it kept me out of trouble. I'm I'm pretty lucky that I got into hockey as much as I did because um, it seems like a single parent. Yeah. And my my Big younger sister guy. was like an Olympic swimmer, so my mom was always with my younger sister. So I, I just lived at the rink. You know, can, I was can, I was that kid. Can you see the kids that have like multi sports when they're growing up, the well rounded athlete, compared to the guy who just plays hockey? Yeah, absolutely. And and you know you you see it all the way up. Um, in, in hockey, the, the, the number one thing that's still the, – the limiting factor for hockey – and I don't know how it was for football, but the limiting factor for hockey is still your IQ. No matter how game, how fast the game gets, how big or strong, like if you're smart enough to process things and to make the right decisions, um, you still move up and up and up. Right. Um, you know, even on our world junior team, we had a guy – we had a guy on the team that a lot of people questioned his skating. Um, and, but, you know, we kept saying that uh, he's, he's a hockey player. What we mean by that is like, he makes the right play at the right time. He mm-hmm. knows hockey, you know, and, um, and he just, and he ended up with five goals in the tournament. Does that, is that, is that discussion when you're like trying to cut down the teams? Like, all right, do we keep this guy or not? There's guys for him. There's guys against, and you, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. you, all right, no, I want this guy around. He, We've you, seen a scene of that in a movie. Do you want to, do you want to do, do, do the same? The Aruzioni thing, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know what the, yeah. what the quote was, but I know what you're getting to. But what I'm thinking of also here, Nate, is on the team, you know, besides hockey, these guys are all elite. Like, right. is there another sport that one of these guys plays that you're just like, this is, This guy's an absolute stud at, at baseball, football? Like, what is it? Was there a player that sticks out to you that you're just like, this guy's gifted, you know, in all uh, athletics? The, the Sanderson boy who went uh, he went fourth overall in the draft this past year to Ottawa. Like, he's, you know, some guys can just explode, right? Mm-hmm. They have that that athleticism where they can just explode, Um you know, and and I think Spencer Knight, the, our goaltender, was a really good athlete. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be a pretty good athlete to get to that level. But there were a couple guys that were just elite, you know, elite athletes. You know, speaking so, of, yeah. speaking of Spencer, when you go down five three in that first uh, preliminary game, is there any doubts that go through the team there at that point to go through Spencer? He didn't have a very good game, or yourself. Well, you know, and, and I don't know, no one watched our exhibition game, but the, the first goal that he gave up in the exhibition game was, was not a Spencer Knight goal that he ever gives up either. So um, I, I think, you know, looking back on it, Dan, I think I might have done a bad job also because every article coming into the tournament was, 
you know, like I was kind of building him up, building him up, and maybe I put some pressure on him because I just think he was a little nervous to start the tournament. He's mm-hmm. an elite goaltender. Um, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And and after that first game, um, it was just about how do I get him back on track to playing his best hockey um, because he's a stud. Like, he's a stud, you know. And, and so it was really about um, how do we get him playing his best? How do we get him right in the back? And, you know, in the, in the right mindset. And then, you know, and, and that's, that's what it was all about with Spencer. So, yeah. He was, I mean, I have a group of texts, you know, and buddies that we're on with. And I've got this group of guys, and there's a bunch of hockey guys in it. And for me, I, the, the number one tape that exploded in my VCR growing up was 42-1-2 and because I'm from Maine, right? And that was the team, the 92 team. I mean, I watched that tape a thousand times. I grew up in Maine. I grew up on a lake. I don't know how to stop on skates. So we got to work on that. So I might be, I'm going to work with Dan. Stop. We got to work on hockey stopping. No, he's, this he's, is important. He's, he's seen you know, me he's play basketball. So we got we to figure that piece out. But, you know, with with that said, I'm watching this and people are texting me. They said, if you're going to watch any hockey, and I, and I casually watch, you know, plenty of hockey. I, I know names. I, I like watching, you know, a lot of college hockey too. But casually like, watch. watch what is going on with a junior with with the national team because it's exciting. Everybody's like, you got to watch this. You got to watch it. So I watch it every every game. I was tuned into and like fired up, you know. Yep. And I mean, I remember it was you know nine thirty whatever night it was that they went. I'm start. like, hey, I, po- I pop some popcorn. I sit in the chair and like I'm ready to rip, you know. And I don't do that for many hockey games. So it felt to me, Nate, like when I'm watching this, that there's like a ton of ice out there. I'm not sure. Is this just me? Is is it a different sheet of ice? Is it the Olympic size? Is it smaller? You know, I'll ask you instead of Dan, I guess. But it feels like there's like open ice out there, and there's a lot of chances all over the place. Is it? Well, it's the speed. It's the speed. I mean, that's that game is actually faster than the NHL Mm because the kids are like. I mean, you're talking. It's chaotic. Probably isn't the right word. But the guys are going faster. I think the NHL is a little more controlled where the guys know if I get out of position for a second, it's yeah. going to be a chance against us. You is, know? It, is it on the Olympic where, size? No, it, that that rink was the NHL. It is. Okay. Some of the previous tournaments have been on Olympic. Okay. Um, but that, that was at Edmonton's rink, which is uh, the NHL. But I, I would say it's uh, it's faster. It's a little more reckless. I don't know if reckless is the right word either, but it's just guys are go, go, go. I mean, it's, it's a fast hockey. Like even, you know, my first couple practices with the guys, I was like, Whoa, these, we can really, we can really go here. You know, this is, this is fun. So, uh, it was, uh, How how hard is it to corral that much talent and get them, you know, working as one as a team, you know, especially in a bubble. All right. Let's go to the bubble question first. Take out Christmas, right? How nice was the bubble? You know, especially after this year, might maybe a little, maybe a little quiet. Yeah, away little, from the kids, get a little peace and quiet. It's not that, some you know, it's, like it's you not, wanted to. Uh, it's not a completely. I, the bubble would have been perfect if I could have seen my family at night. There you go. But it, but it was nice. Um, it was really nice not to wear a mask. It was really nice not to worry about mm-hmm. stuff. It was really nice to come to every meal and have steak tips, chicken, salmon. Uh, you know, yeah. like that. That was nice. It, you know, there there were definitely. The, the best thing about the whole the whole experience is that you wake up and all you're thinking of is hockey. 
Mm. You know, it's like that, you know, and that's, that's what you love about the job. Even in college, like you love the hockey part. You hate the hounding the kids. You got to get to class. You got to do this. You got to get to this meeting. This professor wants this, you know, like that stuff, you know, wears on you. What you love is, is the coaching and the development. And, um, and that's what was awesome about the bubble. But, um, you know, Christmas morning, I woke up at four thirty because the kids woke up at 6.30 at home here. Yep. And I was a little bit of a puddle, but I, I participated in Christmas morning with the family. Um, and that was fun. But, uh, you know, and that, that kind of hurt a little bit. There are a couple times when, when you miss the family and the kids. And, uh, and my oldest struggled with it a little bit, uh, even one day at school. But, and that hurts you. That, that hurts. It, it aches you. Yeah. I'm sure, Dan, you went through that, like with the Super Bowl or probably being away. And you know you got to be completely plugged in. And so, but. Yeah. That was only know, a week, that, date. That was only yeah. a week. You can, you can handle a week to be away and, you know, I'll be home in a few days, but 50 days, that's a long, long time. Yeah. How well, was, and but how Euchre, was it? I, I hadn't played Euchre since I was oh, in what high a great school. Game. And I got to play Euchre and I love playing Euchre. What like, a great game. It, you know? That's yep. a, that's, yeah. that's a Midwest game. Do you know what Euchre is? I've heard, I've oh, it's played it. Fantastic. I, I don't know how to play it. I think people take money from me this way. Yeah. This is another, or a unit. We'll call it <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, 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 we'll call it units again. Yeah. So exactly. bringing that team together with the elite talent that you have, how hard is it to get them playing as one? Or is it just uh, a hockey thing? They know how to play challenge. hockey. I mean, that, that's your total challenge. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we did something. We, we started out at camp after – at the end of every practice when the guys were stretching, you know, like I, I would ask one guy to list something that a championship team does that doesn't take talent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you remove the talent aspect of it. What does a championship team have to do? So they would, you know, they would talk about uh, being positive on the bench. They would talk about blocking shots. And that's what I was looking for is like right. the sacrifice stuff. You know, they, they would talk about working back above the puck. Um, and then, and I think that helped bring us together. The other thing I really think brought us together is we did five days of isolation where we were just in our rooms alone, but we had, uh, zooms, we had like three or four zooms a day. One was with the strength coach, you know, uh, but anyhow, we had breakfast meetings and dinner meetings on those zooms. And the one thing we did at the end of every breakfast meeting and dinner meeting, we had two guys speak about one thing that motivates them. And after they would, you know, kind of talk about one thing that motivates them, we would have their teammates talk about what does this guy bring to the team? What does this guy need to do to help us win the tournament? Um, You know, and I think personally, I think it was a way for the guys to kind of express feelings about one another and, and like, you know, a guy like uh, Brett Berard, who's a Rhode Island guy, mm-hmm. is, you know, like he was a real underdog to make that team. And then all of a sudden, I think what happened was it is like it showed that guys were rooting for one another. Um, it helped guys get in roles really well. And it showed that the guys cared about one another. And that's all we push with the guys is that you don't have a chance about this if you don't care about one another and you're not willing to do the things that don't take talent. Right. And, um, and, I, and, I, and I think those Zoom, we won the tournament in those Zooms. We won the tournament in those Zooms and losing to Russia. Those are right, the two right. best things that happened to us, I think. 
So, what was the pump up speech like before the last game? Do you bring that stuff up right there, or like, what's the topic? Is it the is it the uh, hey, you guys just it, we remember those Zoom calls? Like, you know, this is what it's all it, about now, or like, what's the what's the topic that you hit? Well, so um, two things we when I started both our summer camp and our winter camp, I showed them a tape of of NHL teams doing what we want to do is how we want to play. So then that morning I put a film together of us doing all those things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a hard F one on the four check, Mm -hmm. like different things like that, like showing them that their game is there. Like, you know, um, the pregame, we, and this would be interesting, like from Dan, cause he played in Super Bowls. Like um, I did not want to spike their blood at all throughout the day. I wanted them to be as loose as possible throughout the day. I didn't want them to have any anxiety. I didn't want them to be tight going into this game. I knew Canada was going to be a little tight because um, it was gold or bust for them. Mm-hmm. And for and for us, I just wanted us to stay loose. So I told the assistants when they're going to have their power play penalty kill meetings, don't raise your voice. I said, I do not want you raising your voice. The um, – Pre-game, I didn't raise my voice. After warm-ups, I went in, and, and this is what coaches do. Like, you go in and you usually announce your starters and you give them one thing, you know, like, all right, we're going to win the races or, you know, like something. Um, but I, I looked in their eyes and they were – and uh, and I just started I just started going. And I, I'm not like that a lot as a coach. I'll do it two or three times a year, but I just started going about how this is our moment. Um and that we're going to win this game and we're going to walk together for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I think chills, that not, not I, got, time, I got a little chills going. Not, not today. Yeah, I, not chills today. I looked yeah. in the kid's eyes. Like I, I did not plan on saying that. I did not plan on going in and saying that. And even the assistants knew that. Cause I asked him right beforehand, what do you guys want me to say? Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was just one of those things where like all of a sudden, then we spiked, the anxiety or then we spike them yeah. right mm-hmm. for the start of the game. And, and I think it, it'll be something that I'll, I'll learn for the rest of my life. Like how we managed that day and that moment, you know, like it wasn't completely scripted, but it, it was, it was, it worked out really well for us. You What'd know? you have during the so, day? Like a few zoom meetings or walk through or just a couple of meetings. I mean, those yeah, nice so, games are so awful. in the morning we did, uh, we didn't skate pregame at all through the tournament. So we want to stay the routine. Um, so they basically woke up. We woke them up late. We wanted them to sleep. So breakfast was at 10. Um, we went to the rink. We had to test, you know, every team, yeah. you got to go, you got to test. So we had to test. So while we were there, we showed them Canada scout film. Um, then they come back. There's a PP meeting. Uh, they have a three o'clock meal PK meeting is then and then they're basically on the bus at 515 you know um, I you know I didn't really talk to them about their phones either I didn't you know I didn't talk to them about hey don't be on your phone all day I, I, I didn't even bother with that stuff I just I, just like go you know kind of go be yourself stay loose yeah, yeah. and um, and that's that was kind of our thing you know so how I do don't you- know I mean I know within football, Dan, you guys got meetings, right? You got meetings, you're getting prepared, prepared, prepared. Well, you know, it's kind of, the night games are different. I heard 
are really different. I think it, they took Bill usually took your approach, man. You you've had a meeting in the morning, then you go back and chill out a little bit, lay down, relax, and then you know maybe you go for a pregame meeting and in a few hours and then you're to the game, yeah. you know, all that preparation, you know, hockey's different because you guys are playing night in and night out, you know, especially yeah. at the NHL level weekends more in college, but um, you know, all that stuff, all that practice, everything's in the bank before Sunday. So there's really yeah. not, it's just, it's just going over stuff, trying to stay loose and then getting ready for the game. Yeah. We learned right before this that you like the Peloton. Mine, mine comes in uh, next week, yeah. so I'll de- have my peloton. I'll be ready to join the gang. I know Dan's in the you gang. You definitely the need gang. it. No oh yeah, doubt. but I'm telling you, you're yeah. not you're not going to be able to touch his numbers. We I need have to no try idea to catch how. Him, I have no idea how he him. puts his numbers up. Maybe we do it combined. We try to catch he him. But is that how you let some competitive kind of juice out? You know, Nate, because you're co- you can still live it because you're coaching and you get you know amped up. But you know, how do you go take off some you know get some steam out there and be like, do you get on the bike and and pound it? Do you do you like to golf? Do you like to fish? Like what things what things work? Well, for I you? love to fish. Dan knows that. I like mm-hmm. golfing too. I, I I like golfing. I just don't. For me, with golf, I got to be with people that don't take it too serious. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like I'm gonna golf five times a year and. And I'm going to shank a couple and I don't, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's just, that's the way it is. Um, the, the, I love the Peloton because of the competitiveness, but for me, my body, it's just the right thing for my body right now. Like I lifted for such a long time. Um, I just, I kind of feel like for my body, I like it. I like the competitiveness, uh, of trying to hit certain numbers, um, that I like big, big numbers. Yeah, my, my, our but, competitiveness is to get on the bike. No, oh, I, hey, I can get on, but there's no way we I can touch this. Touch this. Yeah. But there, uh, but it's it's something I've never done before either. So probably you know two years from now I'll be looking for something new too. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's good. I like it. Your, I like it a lot. Your you know, worst hockey fun. practice. Compare the sweat level between like a thirty minute Peloton workout and your worst hockey practice. Who's what? Which one's making your sweat more? Mm. That's a good question. I'd say they're about the same. I'd say they're about the same. The guys are leaking pretty good. That's a lot of sweat. The guys are they're they're leaking pretty good at the uh, at the end of a practice, you know. So, all right. Here's a serious question: Why do all American hockey players sound like they have Canadian accents? That's a good question. I don't know. Like not Zegers. If you talk to Zegers, he's a he's a Long Island kid. You know, Caulfield's a Wisconsin kid. They've all got know. the A in yeah, there. They've got it in there. It's you know, there. Because yeah. I never can tell where people are we, from. We had our chances and, you know, we're <laughs> in the power play and, you know, the puck doesn't drop our way. Well, that's an Irish person. <laughs> no, it sounds like Irish. It's definitely a, it's definitely a Canadian yeah. accent. That's yeah. right. That's right. Well, yeah, you're going there's, back. There's a lot of us in there. There's a lot of us in there in that's hockey. True. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yep. back to PC, what's coming up for the, the, uh, the, uh, the, is it the mid stretch of the season right now? Middle of the season, beginning of the season? Yeah, I mean, our, who knows with our season, right? It's it's all over. We're supposed to play tomorrow night, but um, that might be put on hold because our opponent might fall under the COVID protocol. I found out about ten minutes before getting on the 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 podcast today, so we'll see. Um, it's just touch and go. It, it's everything's flexible. Everything's. You know, I, I, I tried to talk to the guys earlier about like being a Marine or like a SEAL unit where like you're training, training, training. And then when it's time to go, you got to go, yeah, you, right, you know, and you don't know when you got to um, go, yeah. but you don't know when that time's going to be. And that's what our season's kind of like. I mean, it's just, 
you know, you just got to be ready to go when, when the league calls your number and it's, it's pretty scrambly. I mean, it's, it's going to be really difficult to declare a national champion, like a, like a real national champion. It it really is. And like, even that football game last night, you see Ohio state was seven and Oh, Alabama 12 played 12 games. Yep. Like, what did Texas A&M belong in the picture? Did Cincinnati? I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just one of those years where you're just kind of going, whatever, yeah. you yeah. know? So It's, it's, it's kind of hard. Saban and Alabama, yeah. it's kind of hard. They're tough. <laughs> kind of hard. I've got some yeah. for some friends that, you know, are big BU fans. So you broke some hearts there. They wanted me to definitely talk to you about that. But you've got a national championship now, you know, in, for from with PC. One is an assistant, this. too. We'll take this one, though. He actually should get credit for the union one, Nate. I mean, those, those were all kids that you recruited. Yeah. So we've got one. We've got this one, which is big, obviously, with the junior nationals. Now, is there a big three for hockey? Like, is there what's? Is it a gold medal? Is it an NHL? Is it a, a Stanley Cup? Like, is there another thing that you want to have? I mean, you've got two pretty big ones right here. You know, is there another dream somewhere? Well, of course, the Stanley Cup. Everyone yeah. dreams of the Stanley Cup. My uh, One of my college teammates um, won the Stanley Cup this year with Tampa. So that was cool. It was cool for all of us to, uh, you know, um, you know, for him to share that with all of us and stuff. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's you're always dreaming the Stanley Cup. That's what everyone yeah. grows up you know, dreaming of. Um, but I also, I was, uh, I was a young pup. I was an assistant at Maine when we won the national championship in 99. Oh, yeah. So uh, I did my two years in Maine. I did my, yeah. my two years and in, he, uh, he never wants to go in, back in Orono, you know, yep. um, so, <laughs> so and, tough, and got a degree from there. the university of Maine. So I'm still on there. Uh, I still get the, the mail and the, and the emails from the university, the, of Maine. the M club, you get the M club yeah. letter. Go the M club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. All right, Nate, we're going to do something that we just we just made up. We made nobody, it up. Nobody has ever done this. It's called the lightning round. So it's just <laughs> really, really quick, quick, really quick questions. Yeah. And depending on your answer, maybe we'll get into them. Maybe we won't. Yeah. I don't know. All right, hockey championship or record catch? Whether you want to – what do you want, a striper or a giant tuna? Pick one. Woo. Well, uh, the championship. Okay, you know? I knew he was yeah, going to say that. He had to answer yeah, the that championship. One. Yeah, you know why? Because you, 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 and you know, Danny, like you share that with other people. You, you, other people, you know, like it's still we're we're all still texting each other all the time, you know. So um, you share that with other people. Sometimes when you get that big striper, you're out there alone, and you're like, what? You know, <laughs> Nobody like, saw it, and <laughs> I didn't bring my camera. Didn't bring Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's not on his wall behind him, right there. Yep. Hey, we talk just to get back to one thing. We talk. We talk a lot about coaching. You ask me about Bill. I ask you about your program and how yeah. you do things. Is the is is there such thing as a Bill Belichick coach? I mean, I know you're kind of your reputation is to grind the kids, but I'm not. And I have called the new generation weak. I don't mean it. Yeah. I'm just you know hmm. maybe maybe a little sarcastic. But it's a different type of player now. Can you have that hard nosed coach anymore? No, no. I, I didn't raise. I, I think I raised my voice once in the whole tournament, Dad. Really? With these kids. No. Hmm. You know what? And it's I mean, not to say that they're, 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 they're tougher now. They're bigger. They're far superior athletes. You just, the, you just have to coach them different. You have to coach them different for two reasons. One, there's a lot more mental strain, I think on kids these days. Like I think that um, because there's so many strength, co- there's so much science and strength coaches and this and that, like, 
you can just drain all their mental energy. I think you got to be careful of that. I think the other thing is, is the, the social media aspect. Like I think the kids want to win. I, I, like I think kids want to win just as much as, is we wanted to win. They just, they haven't, they, they haven't hit adversity. Like we, we hit adversity when we were growing up. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like our parents could be hard on us. Like my, you know, like that was, I don't, you don't see as many parents being hard on kids. So if you're hard on a kid, you know, they, they can really struggle with it, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and uh, it's more, you, you know, uh, you have to tell a kid why we're doing something. They need to know why. And and as soon as they know why, and they know you do care about them, then I think you can push them as hard as you want. But if you, if they don't know why, and they don't know, deep down you really like them and you really care about them. I don't, you can't even, you, you can't get, you can't really get after them, you know? So. Yeah. Interesting. I, I kind of feel stupid going with this lightning round after that really good yeah. answer. But I'm going to go anyway. Yeah. Keep going. I'm going to go anyway. A, All right. We're, we're going, going fast now. <laughs> record catch or Peloton personal best. Catch. Oh, okay. Record catch for sure. All, All right. right. Can you shoot a basketball? Because a lot of hockey players cannot play basketball. I can shoot. I played, he said he my played mom, basketball. Yep. I played basketball when I was young. Good. Right. I can cross over dribble. I can. I can I, okay. I'm just saying, I find a lot, of, a lot of hockey players can't. It's a winter sport. Hey, you're playing this we one. They don't play basketball. We did talk about this. It's old. kind of embarrassing to watch some of them. Hockey players can golf. Oh, God. Hockey yeah. players usually yeah. can golf. No, like, Nate there's can. Some, there's Nate, some players that can golf. Nate, Nate can drive the ball. He can hit the ball. Yeah. We'll have to bring him out. Short game, other areas. He might need some improvement, but he can, he can hit the ball. It's it's just got off. (laughs) I can crush it. Yes, he can. Uh, Gretzky, Crosby, or Ryden? Gretzky. Nope. No hesitation. Nah, that's who I, that was my idol growing up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, that was, that it was just my era. That's who I grew up watching was Gretzky, you know? Uh, Would you rather win the Stanley Cup or the fantasy football championship next year? No, (laughs) that's, It's a tough one. I, I'm, uh, I'm, just happy, I'm just happy we got a hockey guy in the fantasy football. football. The units, the units are up next just year. Units. And what uh, is you, what's your favorite uh, Gatorade color? This is this is oh, this is a this is a, a question. Yeah, traditional yellow. Yeah, absolutely. Traditional Nate, thank yellow. You. Like I'm, I can't do any of the you know with the boys. I they like the blue and the white. I can't do that. No, I, no, no. Those aren't Gatorade flavors. Those aren't. No, Dan doesn't yeah. even count. I don't those even believe in G two. No, we don't. We don't yeah. believe in any of the locale things. It's yellow for me all day. Also, thank you. You're one of the first guests that has said yellow. A lot of people are picking red. I think it's a crazy color. Dan's think, a red guy. I don't know. Yeah. So. Thanks for picking yellow. I appreciate that. That's a big no. win. No, but, Nate, hey, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. Congratulations on the yeah, gold medal. Yeah, huge congratulations. By the way, I, was was the, awesome. I came to the parade, Nate. I don't know. I didn't see Dan yeah, there. I drove by. I, I was honking the horn. Come so. on. That, that was embarrassing. I didn't, I've never had anything like hey, that. Before. I was Man, there. That's why I didn't do it. That's yeah, why I didn't. Yeah, well, yeah, so I just right. dropped the bottle of booze off to him earlier. Yeah. Okay. There the best know. thing about the parade was everyone drinking beers in my front yard. After there you go. You know what I mean? Six feet apart, of course. Six, six feet, feet apart. apart. Yeah. Yeah, it was legit six feet apart. Absolutely. Uh, have your mask. Yeah. All right, Nate. So, Good luck yeah, the rest of the year with PC. Congrats. Thanks a lot, okay. Nate. All right. Bye Talk now. See you. Wow. Uh, that was a great interview with Nate Lehman. Now, now, like, I mean, I've heard of his reputation and 
known how good he is, but that guy's good. Yeah, there were some killer quotes in there, Max, that I'm sure we're going to put into some Pro- nice audio that we'll have, especially regarding coaching and everything. Pro- so we'll Providence better step up. He, he, he talked about, hey, classes are a little stressful. Yeah, hey, he the did. NHL, he you did. never know. That's right. Uh, so we've got a team of the week. We've got the Summersworth Hilltoppers as the team of the week this time, Max. Uh, Mike Francoeur is the head coach there. Um, I saw something pop up on Facebook that said, hey, this is this is a pay-for-play pay school. You know, they're trying to raise funds, they're trying to, you know, bring some money in to make sure that kids are, you know, uh, you know, working towards, you know, being able to play sports and everything. It's in New Hampshire. Um, did you have pay-for-play? No. When you were playing? No. Surprising, I, right? I actually find it, I mean, mind-blowing. I yeah, can't imagine going to high school and like, hey, if you want to play. Yeah, you got to pay for the buses or you have to pay. You know, we got to raise money to try to do this. If you want so a uniform, if you want, right. you know, pads yeah. or, you know, gear, exactly. equipment. So we're going to help them out. So, so you really got to want to play. You definitely so have that's, to. That's Maybe very, that's why we're seeing some reduction cool. in some numbers, you know, for stuff oh. like this. So um, we've got a $500 gift card going to these guys for, that, for Mike to use on coaching stuff or for the players, like towards some things there. We'll also do a coupon code for them too. Max, and turn on some fundraising in their store so they can raise some funds. Summersworth Hilltoppers, this is coming out to you. To Mike Francoeur, uh, thanks for submitting for Team of the Week. Other teams out there, submit to it on the Instagram, at Past Our Prime Show. Jump on the podcast, subscribe, like, rate, review, share, share do the share. thing, push the word out there. We want to help out more teams, as many as we can. Congratulations, ladies. Talk to you soon. Past Our Prime is brought to you by Squad Locker. Squad Locker is your one-stop shop for custom team apparel, delivered right to your front door. Learn more by visiting squadlocker.com.